Hey people, welcome back to a brand new episode of Ryoscope, a podcast based on faith, marriage, and health. I am your host here, and my name is Motun Ryo. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you are welcome, welcome. Welcome to Raya Scoops family and thank you for joining us. If this is not your first time but you love us and you stay true to this, thank you for always. I appreciate you. So today's episode is actually an interview episode and I am so, so excited. This is my first interview episode. So I basically had a chit chat with Mrs. Brenda Anima Shaun on delivery methods. We trashed out misconceptions surrounding birth delivery methods and discussed the various options possible. Mrs. Brenda Animashaun is a laboratory technician and a biology coach. She holds a degree in biomedicine from Midran Graduate Institute, South Africa. She's a mother of two beautiful children and she is passionate about faith and family. Let's welcome Mrs. Brenda. Hello, Brenda. Welcome Hi. to Ryoscope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so can we get to know you? Okay, my name is Brenda, and I'm a mother of two beautiful children. I have a daughter who's three years old and a baby boy who's eight months old. Okay. So, um, in the light of what we're discussing today, can you tell me about your birth experience? How was it? My birth experience. Okay, for my first... I was past my due date and I was leaking amniotic fluid spontaneously. So it wasn't what I expected, what I had seen or heard or watched, mm-hmm. where you just be like this and water will just break, mm-hmm. or be a huge gush of water, or <laughs> maybe you bed wet a lot that would be so noticeable. You know? So since I had passed my due date and I just kept noticing for the past two, three days that be like trickles and i know it's not urine i know i'm not peeing on myself but just trickles so i consulted my doctor and she asked me to come in for a test so they did a swab test and they discovered it was amniotic fluid so i was booked for an induction later that day because it happened in the morning so i got to the hospital again by 1 p.m and so by 2 p.m i had started my induction so they administered pitocin and so from 2 p.m. till the next morning, I was still on pitocin. In fact, they had increased the dose because I wasn't progressing. As at night, I think I just got into four centimeters, even till the morning, because I remember it was only after they had administered epidural when the labor was, the labor pains were too much for me to be and I opted for an epidural. Okay. And actually now progressed to six centimeters, but that was like the maximum I got because when the doctor came and checked and he realized that I wasn't progressing fast enough and there was fetal distress, my daughter's heart rate was dropping, okay. so we had to monitor it again and then he said, ah, 
there was no improvement, we'll have to do an emergency C-section. Okay. I won't be able to wait for me to be fully dilated. And so that's how it turned out. And before you know it, they wheeled me to the theater and in like 15 minutes, it was over. My baby was out, everything was okay. And I was like, ah, so I've been suffering since yesterday <laughs> to bring out this baby. You didn't tell me that it was just easy like this. I opted for CS in the first place. So that was for my first Okay. And for my second, because I had already experienced CS, I just thought it was better to just opt for an elective CS. I didn't want any unexpected events. Okay. I thought I could control the situation, so mm. to say. But <laughs> uh, you know the way they say man proposes, God, God disposes. Yeah. So don't end up in praise anyways. Thank God. The elective CS went on well. My baby came out healthy and strong. During the operation and even in the recovery, but okay. it only lasted for like two days. You know, and thank God it ended wow. great. Wow, thank God. So, if you had to choose again, which method would you prefer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone would just naturally opt for a CS because it's a major it's a major operation you know um, yes you can opt for it if maybe I don't know personal reasons but I think if oh, the nature. We could, yeah the nature or not but if if we could be guaranteed a painless natural but everybody would obviously want a natural death yeah. you know? so definitely I would if I could choose I would want a natural but preferably a water bed. That's something I always wanted and desired because it seems very amusing to me the videos and But my hospital didn't approve of it, so but that would have been my choice. A natural water bed. Which I don't think they do in Nigeria anyway. Yeah, I don't think so. Alright, so let's talk about the general concept of delivering, like people's general perception of delivery, what they think delivery should be. Yes or moment say you deliver like the Hebrew women. What is delivery like the Hebrew women? Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's like a stated explanation or guidelines like this town. None of us are from those ages. We're present here, we're only hearing stories, and it's also based on our own interpretation of the Bible. People have different interpretations, but I just feel there's this stigma, especially in this part of the world, that's attached to women delivering via CS, I think it's very bad because a lot of people have lost their life just mm. because of the stigma. They don't want to feel, they don't want to be shamed, they don't want to feel weak or less of a woman just mm. because some people spend days fasting, running to churches mm. just to bind that caste against CS. I've, mm. I've heard of people who weep endlessly in the hospitals once they are told, ah, but now we have mm. to do CS. And it's, it's very sad because mm. You know, some people run away from it and then end up with a stillbed or even the woman herself dies. Mm. It's not it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, it shouldn't. Because God Himself bestowed the wisdom on the doctors and the medical professionals. Mm. I'm not saying rely on them solely, but you can find a, a mix, you know. Be prayerful but then also trust your doctors yeah. that they know what they're doing. So if they've run the test and they see that this is the best and the safest for mother and child then let's go with the CS. But then again, you can always still pray, but not, you don't want to go through nine months and then 
for the next few minutes you risk the life of your baby just because you didn't want to see it. I feel it's very bad because I myself, I remember when I was pregnant with my son and I told my doctor from like the early part of my second trimester that I wanted an elective CS, you know, and this was a private hospital and the other truth is I've even tried the same in a general hospital and the look they gave me the eyes were piercing, I could feel the judgment in their soul, <laughs> reflecting on my own soul. They were like, Madam, why? So why don't you want to do it the normal way? You know, the shaming was just too bad. Like I felt like I had to defend myself because they made me feel like I was less of a woman or I was shying away from my God-given, I don't even know if I say punishment because it was really the punishment of Eve. Like I'm shying away from a God-given punishment. Why don't you want to labor? Why are you just opting for an elective CS? Is there any medical reason why? And I feel it's unfair. We women should be able to, like, as long as your partner is in support, you should be able to choose how you want to labor. Mm. You're the one that's going to be in pain. So choose it, please. <laughs> I think that that's just my answer. Yeah, for which brings me to my next question. Like. Is it a must for you to experience pain during childbirth? Whichever method, what's your opinion about pain during childbirth? I think it's very subjective. It varies from person to person. There are people who barely, I mean, you've heard of old tales of women just walking to the market and the next day they're in labor. I mean, the split second, the baby's out, mm. you know? People's body work differently, you know. So there are some people who have to labor for hours, even for days, and they're in excruciating pain before the baby comes out. You know, there are people who don't even know they're in labor, and they've already even passed the final stage of labor, and they're already 10 centimeters dilated by the time they get to the hospital, if they're even able to reach the hospital. And they've given birth, you know. So I just think it varies, but painless delivery is very possible you know but can we really determine it can we really without any medication i don't think it's something we can easily influence okay. i don't I, I don't think so except maybe you just have different methods of easing your pain but it's definitely possible okay you know? mm, let me just say this i feel like in nigeria like this part of the world we are not really given the option of a pain-free childbirth especially when you're doing the vaginal birth like they want you to pride like he said pride in the pain they want you to explain you're not screaming you're not out to you scream <laughs> exactly like like i know of someone a doctor that works in an, an hospital in ocean states they actually offer their patients epidural for a vaginal birth so i feel like there are options you can have a water bed like you said so true true um yes i i know there are a few hospitals even here in lagos state that offer the option of an epidural for natural birth. but then again i think they they they, they chase people away with the price it's so expensive mm, you know yeah. you're doing a natural bed and because you want an epidural then they charge you the amount of almost a cs mm. by the time they'll be adding like 150k just for an injection mm -hmm. you know so I don't know it's quite sad but that's the reality yeah. of things i feel like i said before 
women should be able to choose how they label. They are mm-hmm. the one in pain, so mm-hmm. it's their body, it's mm-hmm. their rights. They sh- as long as their partner supports, not just their partner, for those who don't even have partners present as at that time, mm-hmm. the woman should have the right to choose how and not be stared at or looked down on or judged for it. The mm-hmm. important thing is the end goal that she and the baby are uh, okay and healthy at the end of the day. Yeah. So what are the different types of pain relieving method that you are aware of okay from my knowledge um, I'll start with the water bed which I know you know because some women have said it's very suiting you know like I mentioned you can sit under a shower or whatnot um, they have the gas I don't know what the compos- composition of the gas is there's this um, gas you have to inhale or suck mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. in some hospitals i tried that as well when my labor was really mm-hmm. intense it didn't work for me like the way i was sucking it was like i was trying to suck out my life i just kept <laughs> calm down calm down just be gently i'm like no 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 so that didn't work for me that didn't work for me at all and obviously they have morphine an injection but why i didn't opt for morphine was because they said might there's a slight chance of it passing to the baby mm. and there's some side effects so I was yeah. like no no so I opted for an epidural and ooh I'm I'm pro I'm pro <laughs> I'm team epidural honestly because at least for me I didn't have any side effects I have to say some people do have side effects from okay. I didn't experience any side effects and it was super easy for me once they administered it all I had to do was just to lie down and sleep and they'll come and be waking me up or we'll check or whatnot so I'm wow. I, I don't like, like I said, I don't like to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like stress. I'd rather just sleep, eat, chill, and just let me know when it's time to push. Pop. Yeah, just pop the baby <laughs> out. The only thing I have to say from my personal experience, because I've had epidural twice, is usually what they say for epidural, besides the other side effects that I know of, there's obviously numbness. Okay. So you don't get to feel even when you're pushing mm-hmm. so most times if you, if you use epidural you push for longer yeah and it might because be you're not yes you push for longer so that's that's the only and some people experience back pains for a long duration even okay. after the so okay. those are the two side effects that i know okay and then the rubbing too i have to mention for the nigerian women at least from nollywood movies to that i watch <laughs> massage my back press here press here that doesn't work for me anymore. i don't like to be touched when i'm in distress or pain i don't okay. like to be touched so okay. those are the few pain reliefs that i know of all right thank you so any last words for expectant mothers uh my advice to expectant mothers Take your time, don't panic. You can never really plan your childbirth. That's mm. the honest truth. I'm saying that from experience because I thought my second delivery was planned, I had it in control. You can never really plan. You can plan as much as you want, yes. Be prepared by all means, you know. But you can't say what will happen. Something good can come up, something bad can come up. But at the end of the day, we just have to trust God and trust the medical professionals and hope it all ends in praise. That's mm-hmm. just it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. Choose the best way that you feel comfortable with. Don't let people pressure you. Oh, you must do it this way. Oh, you must do it that way. No. Mm-hmm. You know, do your research also. Do your research. Be calm about it. Pray about it. But then again, you have the choice. Don't let anyone pressure you. Because you're the one who's going to go through the experience. Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally all I can say. 
Mm. Well, well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. We'd like to have you again. Yay! Thank you for having me. I'll gladly accept to come back. All right, thanks. Thank you for tuning in today on Raya Scoop. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found value in this podcast, would appreciate a rating on iTunes, or you could add us to your favorite list on Anchor, or you could simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us greatly too. If you have a feedback, question, or comment, please leave me a DM at Ryoscoop on Instagram. Till next time, bye.